everybody, and welcome to IFNZ Presents. That was a hoot, a Rocco Modern Life recap series. That's true. It is. That's what this is. <laughs> that's what that's what we're doing. We're doing Rocco's Modern Life recapping um, episodes what nine and ten today. Today, absolutely. And then in a few weeks, more. Yep, that's how that's how episodes work. You know, we've done this for a minute. Yes. <laughs> You'd think we'd be less clunky. Nope. <laughs> That'll never go away. All right, so we're uh, starting off Season 2, Episode 9, Segment 1. This right. is Born to Spawn. Yes, indeed. I really love this episode. So if we first start off seeing the planets in the sky uh, aligning, and then Filbert wakes up and starts immediately breaking out in hives. That's right. And uh, and on the other side of O-Town, Rocco and Heifer are at Rocco's house setting up for Filbert's birthday party. Uh, they have a multi-layered cake. Uh, with pink icing and green circles that are supposed to be pineapples. I thought they were kiwis at first. Yeah. Um, and uh, then to top it all off, Heifer pours teriyaki sauce all over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we find out that Filbert is turning 21. Uh, so I guess we have a set in age for, for him now. Maybe the rest, maybe everybody. I guess. I, I mean, are they all meant to be like roughly the same age, I would assume? I would think so. I mean, I don't know. I always got the impression and, and had thought in the back of my mind that Rocco was older than the other two for sure. For Did you get age. that? I, I just feel that way. I don't know why. Gotcha. Maybe it's just because he's the one who's the most grounded and maybe has the most common sense-ish Ooh. of the others. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bold statement. <laughs> so maybe in my mind, I was just like, he's older because he seems more mature than the other two. Sure. Yeah, it could be. Um, But, you know. Yeah, 21. That's mature, I guess. <laughs> uh, Filbert's itching all over, including his teeth. Like you can see that, that tooth <laughs> scratching on there. Uh, he even takes a grinder to his shell to scratch the itch that he mm. just can't reach. While he's itching, a strange blemish, blemish shows up on Filbert's head. And uh, he says he's supposed to show Rocco and Heifer his slides today. So how can he have this? This uh, blemish, he's got to show slides. I know. He's the two, his only two friends that matter to him. That's right. Uh, meanwhile, Heifer is still pouring teriyaki sauce on the uh, on the cake uh, with dozens of cans. Uh, Filbert comes to the door and they an- answer, acting uh, yelling surprise. Filbert drops the slides and the projectors, and uh, they yell when they yell it. And he has slides that's marked on them: Detroit vacation, ashtrays, and poo poo. That's right. What does that even mean? Uh, those are his slides. So, you know, those are his, his. He's got pictures. What's poo poo? Do you think it's a nickname for like a cousin or something, or do you think it's like actual poop? I thought it was poop pictures. Yeah, I mean that. Like he said, something that doesn't seem like something that Fulbert would want to show. No, that's true. I don't. I, know I would think like poo poo. It's it's my like like his like little baby cousin or something like that. <laughs> he just want to show off like little cousin. I'd, okay. Uh, what about ashtrays? You think that's like something like, is that just, he's got it's a collection, just a of, collection ashtrays. of ashtrays, gotcha. like pictures of different ashtrays okay. that he owns. Filbert uh, freaks out screaming and tearing at the cake. Uh, when Rocco asks him, what's the matter? He says that it's Kerplopagos Island, his birthplace. He's made the cake into the shape of the island. He says that every turtle has to return to their birthplace and become a Oop. adult. Right, so Filbert doesn't want to become an adult uh, because he's heard horror stories of uh, brand and strange undergarments, uh, but it's ingrained in their brains, as Heifer points out by the blemish on Filbert's uh, forehead, that also looks like the island. And he carves the island out of the cake, mm-hmm. like whenever he's doing it. Yeah, is that that's a nod to um, 
what is it? Is it Close Encounters that that happens? I'm not familiar. Or Fire in the Sky. I think it's Close Encounters because they, it's like a pile of mashed potatoes, and he starts like carving it, and it looks like the place where the uh, the spaceship will land. Oh, okay. And I think that that's what that is meant to be a nod to when it happens. Gotcha. Uh, so uh, Filbert wants to keep wants them to keep him at the house. Heifer and Rocco are watching Bunmaster, and Filbert gets a call from the wild. But Rocco has locked him, locked them all in the house, so Filbert can't leave. Filbert dresses up like Rocco with a can on his nose and socks on his ears, and Heifer gives him the keys because that's what he asks for. He says, mm-hmm. "I've lost my keys." Uh, they hang Filbert upside down in a straitjacket behind bars while they go run errands. Um, Filbert has Spunky help him get out uh, while Rocco and Heifer are at the store. There's a breaking news on the TV in the store that a turtle has hijacked the Jolly Roger seafood restaurant boat, yelling, fish sticks, fish sticks. Rocco and Heifer run home to see that Filbert did escape, and they decide to go to Kerplopagos Island to save Filbert. On the island, it says, welcome to Club Spawn. Here there are shellless beaches, dancing, hot tubs, volleyball, and Filbert is there, all dressed up in a toupee and disco-type clothes. He says they know him as Steve here. He doesn't want to be rescued and is going to stay home, stay at Club Spawn. Uh, Filbert tells him that uh, to go get some spandex if they're going to stick around. Heifer's upset because they don't own any spandex, so they have to leave the island. As they leave, the planets unalign. And everyone goes back to normal. The turtles all leave, and Filbert is back to normal also. Uh, back at Rocco's house, they're all watching TV when a bunch of fast food restaurants line up, and Heifer starts to break out in hives, indicating that he's going to be going through the same thing that Filbert did. So with fast food restaurants, uh, this do you, so is that a thing that would be for all steers then? Because we know like we're, we're all eating like cows here or whatever. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, I would, the, like I, that's that's what all the males go through. I would have to think so because I don't think it's just a heifer specific thing, right? Yeah. But oh, I got you. Question for you: Was that if you could go to a themed party, what would the theme be? Oh, any theme, any theme you want. Um, I don't know what what's a, what's a good common theme party. Oh, a good like <clears throat> a or a a common themed. Party. I've been to a murder mystery party. It's fun. Yeah, that's a good time. Uh huh. Um, you wouldn't go to like a like a destiny specific themed party. Um, I mean, it it might be fun, but I don't really know what the, like what would be. I mean, theming as in like dressing up as the characters, and and yeah. that's that's kind of it. You eat or their there... food, and you go yeah. through an adventure. Um, I don't know. That might be fun. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I think I would. Uh, I'd like to specifically one because the game is uh, is coming out or is out, uh, and also because I like both things. I would like a Lego Star Wars themed party, but also a sexy Lego Star Wars themed party because I feel like a good party with like an an adult party is is no none like any other party. Yeah, so uh, somehow a Lego Star Wars adult party, Lego Star Wars adult sexy baby. Party. I don't know about the baby part. Oh, okay. Where's the baby part coming? I don't know. I know those. You know those. Are, there's like those people that dress up like giant babies and they want to hmm. be like it's like a mommy fetish type thing too. Yeah. Where they want to be like held and and fed a bottle and shit like that. Absolutely. Not but my that, thing, that, but, but that's with also with Legos, uh, Star Wars, and the adult theme. That's too many levels. It is it? only three. Three is the max. You dress up of... like Lego Star Wars characters with the blockiness, but they're also just wearing diapers. I don't like 
That's the only part of it that's different. I was thinking like the would you dress up which lego star wars character would you dress no up as? you don't dress up like lego star oh. wars characters i'm thinking that's where i was getting ready to like kind of change my mind a little bit you can't do that was that it was already set in stone well it's not changing <laughs> i still want all of those things but i really just kind of wanted i want a star wars themed party where you play with star wars legos yeah like that's one of the activities it's not you, like you're one of the activities is that we're going to play with these legos yes yeah it's kind of a little like a building thing mm-hmm. i don't know I haven't built a Lego set in a while. I'm having a little withdrawals. Is, would that be like you're playing with Legos as that, or you would like have little voices for your characters? Too? I don't, I'm not a big voice kind of guy. Yeah, but uh, you would just emote yeah. like they used to do in the games, where yes. they'd be like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. "That would be what you do." I uh, <laughs> actually, I mean, this all comes together with like me being more of an introvert than anything. Is like, I, I, I'm not imagining a situation where we're playing together Legos. Like we all pick out a Lego set and yeah. quietly build our own Lego sets. <laughs> Don't interact with each other. Um, but speaking we're just of within the same vicinity, I would like before I die a Rocco's modern life Lego set. Yeah. Like his house would be like, and you get to hang out with everybody. Do you think that would be a thing that they ever like, no, you no. I mean, I'm just not not <laughs> not that necessarily, but like something to get there. They did SpongeBob Legos. I, I'm just saying, like something to get there as like that additional step to kind of help make it happen would be if they were if they had like a Nicktoons minifigs. Well, I was gonna say like Lego does a thing where it's like uh, it's it's you guys become the content creators. You make the faces and the stuff that's on the outfits for your person. Okay. And you customize your you set, customize your Lego kind of a thing. Following so it. that way somebody could be like, Hey, here's and you could save like the custom sets that you wanted to set up or something. Mm-hmm. And then somebody could like mimic it. You know, yeah. if somebody was like, I spent, you know, X amount of hours and I made a whole set where you could build basically Rocco's house with these blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like Rocco's face. He's wearing the shirt and right. stuff. You can get a little heifer. And they just make their own kind of a thing and they make it set it out there to where people can also buy the set that they've made up. I mean, they kind of do that. Like if you go to cons now, there's a lot of minifigs that you can buy and mm-hmm. they're all custom made. A lot of them are custom made. And then also they have the whole creator line, which is where you got the um, you get the friends Lego sets and you get all of the more pop culture focused Lego sets are all based on creator sets, which mm-hmm. somebody makes them and they submit it and they accept so many of them every uh, year to do so it's not unlikely but i i would guess they would probably do like a nicktoons throwback minifig like set and we would get like a lego version of like heifer or rocco m- faster than we would ever actually get like a lego yeah. set probably because then you could do rugrats and you could do angry beavers and you could do all of those and kind of bust out the spongebob stuff which has been retired for quite a few years now um and you could bring those guys even back out on to the next episode. All right, we've got season two, episode nine, the second segment, un, uh, our uniform behavior. So we start off, we see an ad for uh, Robo Frog for uh, four, and Heifer is watching TV. Uh, he runs out of food, so he has to go to the store. And Heifer's seatbelt breaks when he's driving, and he says they're for sissies anyway. Uh, when he gets in a wreck and almost runs into a choky chicken from the top of a choky chicken truck. Uh, instead he slammed on his brakes and went through the car. His dad's mad, uh, because he wrecked the car and he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Go figure. That's, I mean, any parent should be mad at that. He says heifer has to pay for repairs and needs to get a job. 
Heifer begs him not to make him get a job, and his dad says, don't make me chew your hands off. It's such a weird... I mean, I get it, because he's a wolf, but I mean, like, it's just violent. such an odd It's a violent threat. threat for a dad to his son. <laughs> it's not even like... It's not even like I'm, I'm, you know, that kind of like it, it's it's a very vicious threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he starts looking for a job in the help wanted section of the newspaper. Uh, there's an ad for a television executive producer. Huge salary, little work, no cows, though. Yeah. Uh, a brain donor um, and a security guard carrying a stick and hitting things uh, is what it says. Next, look important. Uh, use a real walkie talkie. You can earn big money doing practically nothing. Uh, no experience necessary, so he decides to cry out for that security guard position. I would, too. That night, the seven utters of justice visit Heifer in his sleep to make Heifer vow to do all the things a security guard needs to do. And then they give, us, give him his uniform. Heifer gets up and begins to patrol the city. Uh, he runs into Filbert, who is reading uh, Acne Man. Uh, it's a good comic. Heifer berates Filbert for not having an idea and steals the com- and steals his comic. Uh, he sees Rocco and writes him a ticket for jaywalking. Heifer shows up to a security job, which at this point we don't actually know why he like the 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 brains of justice or whatever utters of utters justice, of justice. Yeah. show up. It looks like he's going to bed for the night. Yeah, but then he all of a sudden has a uniform. And he's going on patrol, but we don't we don't really get conveyed what's going on. But he's showing up to a security job, which I guess he got. Uh, and a squirrel who is also a security guard runs out of the building and is like, good luck. And Heifer is in a room full of security camera screens and finds the job kind of dull. At midnight, he gets to go on patrol and rides a red tricycle, a call to the Shining, of course. Mm. Uh, and he sees that Mr. Bighead is in his office and discovers that Ed is stealing light bulbs from work for home. He kicks Ed out of the building. Uh, on a bit of a power trip, Heifer rides the trike around, sees twin beavers who are ghosts. Another nod to The Shining there. Uh, and then goes to the Conglomo Cafe where Lloyd offers him a root beer float for his soul. Uh, Heifer runs out of the building naked when Lloyd tries to collect Heifer's soul. Strips off the uh, uniform and everything because he's, he's done. So yes. now he's, he's naked in the street. Uh, Heifer gets arrested for being naked in public he says he feels naked and alone therefore he is obviously uh rocco goes to bail heifer out but heifer starts to ask rocco if he can borrow money to fix his dad's car and rocco just tells the guard to leave heifer in there mm-hmm. i like it whenever he's like leaving he's just like oh it's funny funny joke rocco go, <laughs> come on come back rocco would you choose the television exec the brain donor or the security guard uh and are you a cow and not a cow <laughs> that I know of. That's good. Although I'm a pretty hefty fellow. Uh, I don't know. Brain donor. <laughs> You're not going to choose the there's producer. Not, I mean, there's not much to give him left anyways. I might as well get some money out of it. I got gotcha. you. I would choose the, the television, the television exec. executive. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, seems like a no brainer. Ha! <laughs> uh, season two, episode 10, segment one, hair licked. Uh we start off with Rocco trying to operate a coin machine, which is an error on the screen. It reads, figure it out, Einstein. He pulls the alligator and pink cat type creature out of there. Then he gets sucked in and spit back out as a piece of paper. Rocco and Mr. Smitty. Uh, uh, Rocco asks Mr. Smitty about a raise. Mr. Smitty says that he's going to get something better than that. Employee of the month. Woo doggy. 
Filbert calls Rocco to tell him that he is doing so well at his portrait business. All of a sudden, Filbert has a portrait mm -hmm. portrait business, and he is offering free photos to his friends. Rocco needs a new picture for his picture in the paper for Employee of the Month, so he agrees to do it. Uh, Rocco wakes up having a bad hair day with the hair kind of all flipped out. Also, Heifer's picture is still in his bathroom it's for those playing at home. <laughs> um, Heifer tells Rocco that he is a master barber, and he will take care of it. Heifer uses a bunch of tools, including a welding iron, hedge clippers, uh, a chainsaw on Rocco's hair. Afterwards, Heifer wasn't able to fix it and offers Rocco either a paper or plastic bag for putting over his head to cover it. Uh, and it's, it's weird that all of a sudden... Heifer and and Filbert have these hidden successful things they're good at. Mm -hmm. Heifer is a great hairstylist, though he's not, and uh, and Filbert is a is a famous photographer or a, a successful photographer. Yeah. Uh, Heifer drives Rocco with a paper bag on his head, so he chose paper to oh that hair. The Chameleon Brothers salon. They tisk Rocco and Heifer, and then they take Rocco back to work on him. They give him a wash, a dry, and they tell him that he will soon be one of the beautiful people, but not yet. Uh, they go back and forth on lots of hairdos for Rocco, but end up with the same hairstyle that Heifer has, just not green, where I mean, it flips up the... Yeah. Yeah. There's something about Mary haircut. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Filbert is in his red room saying, dip it in, wash your hands. He tells the models he was shooting that Vague Magazine will love their shots. <sighs> He, uh, as they leave, Rocco arrives to get his pictures, and Heifer is randomly upset that they spilled his puffies. And I realized as I was watching this, and I was confused why he was so upset about spilling his puffies. Uh -huh. That's the whole reason he came to Rocco's house that morning was because he wanted to see if Rocco had any puffies because he was out. Yeah. Uh, Filbert begins the shoot with some wind. And uh, Rocco does all kinds of poses, including the Popeye. Yes. Um, I like the ones that are like the sexy little, like he's got the, the big giant big eyelashes yeah. and shit. Mm -hmm. uh, Philbert forgot to load his camera, uh, so they have to start everything completely all over, even though it was amazing. Uh, Heifer knocks over the fan while Philbert's taking the first picture and the fan lands on Rocco's head. Uh, back at work, Rocco fights with his bad hair and threatens to use tape on it, uh, which seems like... Not a good idea, but mm -hmm. uh, I like that he's like, I will use tape. Uh, Heifer stops by to apologize for the fan incident and drags Rocco to the copier where he puts Rocco's face on the glass, sits on the lid, which would, I imagine, be painful if we were actually doing this in real life, and makes a copy. Rocco is pleasantly surprised by the outcome of the copy and says that it's what's going to go in the paper. Uh, it's time for the paper to come with Rocco's picture and his hair looks normal again already now. Uh, and he made the front page of the paper. Uh, the photo of Rocco is nice and smooth up top, but the rest of his face gets all streaky and squiggly. Um, but Rocco is happy about the outcome of his hair in the picture. Um, and the rest of the town is laughing and making fun of Rocco, though. Man. Yeah. Have you ever been employee of the month? Uh, no, not that I know of. <laughs> you think, like, maybe your mom they did it, but they, you didn't, they did it, but they didn't. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, somebody did it, though. And didn't tell me. That's what I mean. That would have been awesome. Oh, yeah. Have you ever had your picture in the paper? Uh, Yeah, for different things. Yeah. Over the years. Like, uh, especially when I was in high school for, like, band and all kinds of stuff like oh, that. Yeah. They that makes sense. put picture in the paper Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Same. Yeah. There's still nothing. Like, I get why we as a society love the five minutes of fame or whatever you get from the internet. It's like, 
when you got your picture in the paper, it was a mm-hmm. big deal. It was like, look yeah. at that. Like, and so like the internet just made it to where everybody could have their picture in the paper for yeah. a little bit. And you could even put your own picture in the paper and we call that Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um it's just those little bursts and blasts that everybody gets of those little like little endorphin kicks. You little know tinglies, what I mean? Yeah. In your yeah. brain. Like you're just excited and you're happy about it for yourself. You're 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 content with yourself for that period of time yeah. at least. It's just something that a Somebody lot of people noticed you. have noticed. to chase and really enjoy. That little like. You get that like. That like is like, I know that you saw my picture in the paper. And you thought it was awesome. And you're like, I saw it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd, I don't know if that, that thumbs it's, up just that means. Thumb, that thumb's up, so it's at least okay. <laughs> it's not down, so we're, you know, we're That's not true. bad. They and they have the all the thumbs down, down, right? No, they never had it. Oh, really? Never had a thumbs down. Oh, just, that's just YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. YouTube's they got rid good. of that completely. Yeah, they got oh. a thumbs down still. But you, it doesn't register on the net, the numbers that you can see on the page. Your thumbs down numbers don't show up? No. Really? It goes into the algorithm for the person that's a content creator mm. themselves for them to see, you know, thumbs up, thumbs downs and stuff like that. But they don't tell you the number oh. on there. And I thought I was on there just not too long ago and saw a number of thumbs they down. They took it like, off. Oh. You can hit the thumbs down and still dislike it if you choose, but it doesn't show a negative. That that was the point of why they did it. Google was like, we don't want there to be this. Self-esteem. This to be an associated with negativity. You know right. what I mean? Somebody's showing their you know ups and downs with it, kind of a thing. Yeah. So that's I guess where they kind of went with it. Hmm. We got uh, episode ten, segment two, gutter ball. That's right. Mister Bighead opens a chest in the attic with his bowling stuff. Appears that Ed Scatterpins Bighead was a big time bowler back in the day when he had hair on his head. Uh, all he needed was just one pin to win a trophy, uh, but he missed it. Uh, he is now coaching a women's auxiliary team that includes Bev, uh, Virginia Wolf, Heifer's mom, and a lady named Tammy. Uh, and they are the Big Heads Gutter Gals. That's right. That's a pretty cool name. <laughs> Ed gets a call that the other team decided to quit the team and join a mon- monastery and uh, take a vow of silence. And then they had to get off the phone real quick. Uh, he uh, he thinks they've won, but Virginia points out that they have to win the game in order to win the trophy. Uh, so Ed can't have them not win the trophy. That's the whole point of him even being invested in this team. So he goes next door to Rocco Heifer and Filbert to see if they'll play against them. And they say they are already playing a game, and we see that they have paddles and a spinning and a spinning around bare-butted monkey on the table. He's like on a little like thing, and you spin it around. I'm assuming you smack his, they're spanking yeah. the monkey. Yeah, I think so. That's <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the joke that's they the, were trying to go with. Gotcha. Okay. A little bit of an adult <laughs> tilted show. Yes, I uh, I didn't get that they were spanking the monkey. Uh-huh. Double entendre until it will. just came out of my mouth. Yeah, right here. Mm-hmm. Double on. Tandra. They say that uh I don't know why I just thought in my whenever the back of my mind, whatever that song is. I only hear what they want oh, to. You, you know say, yeah. You say. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I said they say, and <laughs> yeah. that's what I thought. Gotcha. Of. Understood. Anyway. <laughs> they say they've never been bowling, but Heifer is excited about the greasy cuisine, and Filbert wants to wear the cool shoes, so they're in. Heifer is excited about the uniform for the team. The losers, which Ed named them, <laughs> and uh, jumps up on the table when Virginia walks by and tells him to get down or he'll put an eye out. What's he talking about? Is she talking about his wiener? I don't know. <laughs> like, 
because his his waist is at eye level, I guess. I guess, but I mean, I don't. I that that has to be the joke <laughs> that's trying to be made, but I don't understand. I was like, what what are we talking about here, Virginia? Uh, Rocco gets stinky shoes from the uh, from the bowling vendor, and Heifer gets uh, giant platform shoes. Uh, the only size that they had were 19s. Uh, it was the only size 19s that they had. My bad, sorry. It appears that they were Gene Simmons-esque person uh, shoes uh, that they gave away so someone could bowl with them. Filbert is nervous they're bowling on lane 13. Oh, he's Very superstitious. Yeah. Uh, we see in a flashback that Ed was so cocky about the last pin that he needed back in the day that he had two throws to get it in, mm -hmm. and he just threw one of those balls in the, in the gutter, just dropped it, and was like, I got this. I'm going to get this one pin. In one throw, I don't need my second one. Uh, back in the current day game, the losers are doing pretty good against Ed's team. Uh, Rocco even has a ball with his shirt pattern on it, too, which is pretty cool. I'd want that. Yeah. Virginia and Heifer are the bad players, but uh, the others are really good. Ed's trying to rig the game because the game is so close at the halfway point. He gives uh, Rocco a ball, a balloon, instead of a ball. And oils Heifer's shoes, but it backfires on him. And he ends up getting a strike afterwards as well. Ed lashes out at Virginia. So Virginia quits because, I mean, she's kind of the she's the weak link on the team. Mm -hmm. um, and so he's he's berating her. Uh, but Bev and uh, Tammy also quit because of Ed, Ed's behavior. They're like, this is supposed to be fun. You know, we don't want anything to do with this, Ed. Uh, so uh, Ed's like, well, fine, I'll just sub myself in. But we find out that he's not allowed to sub himself in. No subs. Uh, so he pretends to be Bev. And uh, it comes down to one pin on this championship, too. Mm -hmm. We see in another flashback that when he was down to the last pin, last time he threw the ball into the ceiling and it demolished the bowling alley around him, but it never knocked the singular pin down that was needed to win. In the current game, Ed throws the ball and knocks down all of the pins, but Bev comes back to get her purse, so Ed is found out. And uh, so the losers win because he's disqualified for subbing himself in, yeah. and they get the trophy. And Rocco says he knows it was a big deal for Ed to win the trophy. So he's willing to keep the trophy in the window that faces Ed's house so he can see it. Yeah. Very sweet. I like it. And I don't think Rocco is even doing it in an ugly way. Like, he's no, I think he's legit just trying sincere, to be a nice dude. But like realizes that doesn't <laughs> realize that that's a pretty big dig at Ed. Yeah. Um, have you ever went bowling? Yes, I have. I, I was trying to imagine me bowling. You bowling last night. What does that mean? And. <laughs> 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 and I was like, I don't know if he has. And I don't know, like, I just have never seen you in that position. <laughs> wow. So I was just I was just curious. I was like, I know I've been bowling, but can you imagine me all, bowling? All of it sounds so suggestive, and I don't get it. I can imagine anybody bowling. <laughs> Literally, the only thing that changes about the person is they have different shoes on. <laughs> and I've seen you wear those, like, not clown shoe type things, but I'm talking about, like, they look like chucks, basically, but they're for the bowling alley. Oh, yeah. I would wear bowling shoes all day long. Just in general. I'm with Filbert. They're they're pretty cool shoes. Yeah. Especially when you get, like, the ones with, like, a, like the blue on one side and the red on one side and, like, a little bit of a white stripe in the middle. Mm -hmm. They're awesome. That's where the white stripes got their name from. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Was because of the white stripe in the middle of the red and blue bowling yes. shoes. Do you have, like, a high score you've ever gotten? Do you I wanna, remember? I want to say that the highest score that I've ever gotten, because I'm not very good at it. Same. Um, it was like like a 134, You're 135, something like that. I don't think I broke like 110. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, like I got like that. That's I feel like it's really 300 is the max. Yeah, mm -hmm. throwing out the whole game for that the rounds. 
So, I mean, yeah, yeah, I've, I feel like that's that's probably where I was at, yeah. roughly around like 130 something. I don't think I was like the halfway mark by any means. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. It's a good time, though. I like polling. Yeah. Podcast day is a very dangerous day. This has been IFNZ Production. Yeah.